Welcome back everyone. I wanted to make a part two actually of last week's episode on problem solving because I thought it'd be good to add a bit more specifics to proceedings. So I listened back to the recording that I made on my drive. I was glad to note that actually the quality was decent but I did notice that I could have been a lot more specific but it's also very difficult to go into specifics when you don't have a specific problem to deal with so to speak so I did go through some examples but I think it might help some people especially going forward or people might be dealing with these types of situations right now to kind of troubleshoot potential solutions to a really difficult topic and that's the topic of losing your job so whether that might be through redundancy or whatever it might be covid has had an impact a significant impact on people's employment and it happens from time to time but I think the effects are so unpredictable and unexpected because of the unprecedented nature of COVID so that is a difficult challenge that people must be facing right now and sad to say but people may have to deal with in the not too distant future so I wanted to put my mind to this real significant issue and to try and see what we could do from a practical standpoint to try and limit the consequences and implications so I don't mean to be insensitive so that is not my intention um, but I wanted to try and just think about how I might approach if that situation occurred to me so let's say I am out of a job for whatever reason all of a sudden and it's unprecedented and I didn't plan on it happening the first thing I would do is I have to look at my expenses I think because a lot of people are or have been very comfortable let's say in their employment situation and you might not be thinking about what are your outgoings are like so what I would do is systematically first and foremost is look at every single expenditure that is going from your account for the last three months and then categorize it into essential and non-essential expenditure and see if you can limit that going forward what can you actually just cancel immediately you might be in contracts for many things so that might be your tv bill your phone bill uh, it might be 
certain subscriptions, but you need to go through systematically work out what can I live without. And obviously you're expending on these certain services and goods, right, for a reason, but you've literally just lost your job. So you need to really work out how we can make whatever money you have left stretch out longer so that's the first thing to do work out what you can do quickly the next thing i'd say is work out what you can do with certain creditors how can you work with them in order to get to a better position so can you call up your credit card company or your utility companies whatever it might be in order to explain your situation because banks for instance they need to treat customers fairly particularly in the UK and if you're going through financial difficulties financial hardship banks have a responsibility to assist you where possible so that might come in the form of a payment holiday or freezing of interest and it's about having a conversation with them specifically and it's done on a case-by-case basis but if you've never had issues in the past I'm sure your lenders will look upon you favorably and do what they can to assist now obviously I've spoken about the general things but I think the first port of call in order to get the ball rolling is contact your mortgage provider contact that provider first and foremost because that is going to be your biggest expense if you have a mortgage so you need to directly go to them spend the most time dealing with them and what I would actually do is contact that provider immediately even before you go through the nitty-gritty of okay what can I cut down on so tackle your biggest expenses so that might be your mortgage that might be your car that might be something else but contact those providers first and foremost and then work out okay can I cancel my Netflix subscription can I cancel my cable or whatever tv provider that i might be using at the moment can i cut back on my grocery bill work out what you can do and you'll probably be surprised that your mortgage provider if you've been a good customer they'll be lenient i know that there have been policies given the unprecedented nature of covid but the downside is that perhaps payment holidays are going to be coming to a close if things like furlough are coming to a close I'd be concerned that these types of payment holidays from mortgage providers and landlords that they're going to be continuing it but it's definitely worth the conversation and don't delay it make that call to them and make sure they make a note on your account so they are aware of your situation and when it occurred because there's one thing doing it as a as a one-off immediately and there's another thing doing it out of the blue 
So even though you might have been experiencing it, let's say today, and you only got round to contacting your lender in a month and a half's time, they don't know that, so you need to make them aware of that. So that's the first step, I think. And then trickle down and work out, okay, with a highlighter, work out how much you can save, right? And then I would look at how much you've been able to save and how much you have in savings. So if you have some savings, you're in a good position. If you don't, you need to really triple down on your efforts in order to find the next source of income. So I'm going to presuppose that the savings that you have are minimal so that we can get you into a position of finding an alternative source of income. And the alternative source is normally coming from another job. So finding a, another job really depends on the sector that you're in, the level that you have been working in and where you are most likely to just be able to fall into. So if you're in an industry such as retail, I know a lot of retail establishments are in the process, have been in the process of cutting so many jobs. So if that's where you've been the majority of your life, you need to do your best to stand out, number one. So that might be sprucing up your CV, really working on the language that you're using and spending the time efficiently to make tailored kind of covering letters. And it also goes down to the timing that you, you place your application. I know these applications take time, so you need to get on it as quickly as possible. You can filter actually the the latest jobs. So jobs that have been posted in the last 24 to 72 hours. That is a sensible approach. And then maybe even applying right at the early hours of the morning. So the recruiter gets to see your application at the top of the pile and then it's about really focusing in on the bits and pieces that a recruiter is going to be looking at so if you're in the retail sector what kind of revenue have you assisted in obtaining because now retailers employers they're going to be looking for results and who can provide those results and if you can just show results through and through your CV and your covering letter and your application, then it's great. And make sure you put down that you're available to start immediately. That's an important thing. Make it very clear that that's the case. But as I said, if you are leaving an industry and it's due to redundancy, the chances are that it's going to be very challenging and it probably won't be as fruitful as it once was to enter such an industry. So the way I would approach it is actually see what transferable skills you have uh, attained over the last few years in your career and see what you can apply your skill set to. So 
maybe you've worked in hospitality industry maybe you've worked in restaurants but the restaurant industry bar the help to eat out scheme that the government have introduced uh, which is coming to a close anyway very soon bar that the hospitality industry has been heavily hit but can that be moved into a different category in a similar type of vein so for instance i know retail is taking a hit so maybe clothing brands and other non-essential items but what is booming is supermarkets so the supermarket business is thriving and it always will thrive because we always need food and other essentials to continue to survive so can you transfer and demonstrate that transferable skill set and move it into an industry like that do you have a driving license can you pick up jobs such as you know uber uber driving or kind of uber eats what else could you do you know be an amazon delivery driver there's that kind of industry has had a boom and there's actually a lot of competition for those types of jobs but can you make that shift are you willing to make that shift and i think you need to be willing to make those types of adjustments because you're in a difficult spot and put as many quality applications out as quickly as possible and it really is a numbers game so the more you put out the better the return will be and you've got to be kind of immune to the lack of responses or the unsuccessful application emails that you'll get through or the lack of feedback you just need to stay persistent and be creative with it because you need to find a different source of income and whilst unemployment is likely to increase and things like that there's so many jobs out there if you were to look online for a different any type of job right now there's so many opportunities out there so i wouldn't lose hope another great thing about the scenario and the situation that we're all in i know nobody wants to lose their jobs but a great thing is that location has almost gone out of the window because now even traditional employers where you needed to be in an office let's say in london five days a week now everybody's transitioned into this work from home life so you could work for an employer that operates out of scotland and you live in london and they'll send you all the equipment if you've got the skill set and if you get the job you could be working for a, a good period of time from home and obviously you need to make that clear to them that actually i am based out of london but i am willing to relocate if i can secure this job these are the types of negotiations that need to occur in order for you to secure the job so you really need to be flexible and think outside the box and be creative with your approach to these employers so that's definitely one thing to consider and it's it's, it's a really 
great opportunity because you don't have to commute so you don't have to have that additional expense of fuel travel on the trains and the tubes and buses and whatever else you know so really think positive and this is the thing i know it sounds a bit wishy-washy but i've got to say it to you that you need to stay really positive from the outset even though you want to just crumble and stop that's not going to get you out of this situation so stay calm stay positive and really be practical and go through things systematically and that positivity that you had from the beginning all the way to the end will shine through because if you are stressed out and concerned that's going to come through at an interview or you're not even going to get the interview because you have demonstrated that you are fearful and worried maybe in your application or covering letter maybe your passion and your dedication to things hasn't come through but if you're positive throughout and you demonstrate that you're capable of doing the next role then it's fantastic and then you can move into other realms and then just really tighten your belt all the way through this transition until the wave kind of dissipates and the other thing you could do if you are in a position of let's say you've got savings you're comfortable your expenses are at a minimum or you've established yourself in this new role and you've always thought you know what maybe I could do things on the side to have a different stream of income you know maybe you now is the time you have to do it at the sensible point in time if you have no savings if you have no other option you can't be thinking of creating your own business that's not practical you need to go and approach a ready-made business and be an essential cog in that machine and help help improve and help build upon that business but otherwise if you're in a good position definitely consider doing something on the side and chip away at it but you need to be prepared to take those ups and downs because just like you can lose your job by working for somebody it's perhaps a hundred times worse when you are working for yourself because the bottom line starts and ends with you so definitely consider your options but let's be practical about it i'm going to assume it's the worst case scenario so you need to go through your expenditure step by step and find a different source of income that's fine and do that for a period of time build yourself up you might be able to extend yourself and get get yourself up that ladder in the work force or you can start your own thing and another practical step that i think a lot of people forget is see what's lying around the house you could do so much by selling stuff that you already have around the house and now's the time to do it you've got the time number one and it will build upon your skill set of marketing things and negotiating with customers and editing and 
kind of working on advertising material and what sells the best researching about pricing and things like that so you might have i don't know clothes that are lying around the house bits and pieces of tech that you just don't use and you could probably get yourself out of a really difficult spot by just selling stuff that you already have and just put it on ebay or work something out on some other marketplace there's so many different kind of apps and websites that you can go on put your stuff on for free sell it and then take the proceeds and that will bolster your savings pot and that brings me on to the thing that you do once you're in your new position and you're building up your funds make sure you are building up your funds and remember that if you lose your job again and I hope that doesn't happen but if it happens anticipate that you might be out of a job for potentially up to three months you know so have that to side have that to hand and then you can have that ability to do you know what I've lost my job fine but I don't have to call my lenders I don't have to go through this income and expenses kind of protocol and I can think about maybe taking a little bit of a break or starting that venture or whatever else but yeah I hope that's helped and essentially in summary you've lost your job contact your mortgage provider and your other lenders try and negotiate some sort of payment holiday interest interest um, freezing or something like that so that you don't default on your payments that's one thing you don't want to do and mess up your kind of credit that you've built up for so long number one number two be relentless and targeted at the job hunt work to find your next employer employee relationship make make sure that happens and be flexible with it and then once you've got that job because you've remained positive get your savings built up and meanwhile when you have spare time try and sell what's around you stuff that you don't need even if it's stuff that you really like and you want but what do you need more ask yourself that and then work out what you want to do in a bigger picture the bigger spectrum of things what do you want to achieve do you want to progress up the ladder of the career that you've landed upon this time round, or do you want to pivot a little bit do you want to move into a different type of area so really stay positive i hope i hope you're not struggling as much as it, you could be it could be so much worse i know and i'm trying to just be tactful about how i'm giving this kind of advice and make sure you just you know speak to the people around you some someone might be able to offer you a, a position you know straight away make sure you approach 
any kind of social security may, means that you might have you know there might be support on hand through your previous employer make sure you if you are made redundant make sure you ensure that you get the right redundancy payout approach all the different avenues that you have available but this is the first approach that I would take um, systematically go through it and also make sure you do some speculative applications you know because you never know somebody might be willing to give you a chance so if you really want to get into a particular field ping somebody a quick email to just say hey I wonder what you're able to offer I'm willing to you know give you my time and maybe just to you know cover my travel expenses or a very basic wage just to get you moving in a different field but I think yeah definitely have your chin up don't let it get to you and don't let things bog you down and I hope that's been helpful and I wish you well so that's been part two of problem solving it is really difficult to problem solve because I need to be general because I'm not talking about myself I'm trying to help those that might be in a situation of losing their jobs but hopefully you'll be able to take some of what I've said and grab it and utilize it for your specific situation but if I can be of any assistance do do let me know and you can ping me a message at cab talks on Instagram and Twitter until next time talk to you then